Hello and welcome to another episode of Altitude, where we talk to founders of the future high-flying companies in Latin America. I'm your co-host, Brian Reckworth. And I'm your co-host, Tommy Rojo. Today, we'll be speaking with Gabriel Monteiro, co-founder and CEO of Newtail. Gabriel, this is a second-time founder. I love having second-time founders on the program and especially investing in second-time founders because they've experienced a lot. Now, his first company, Shopgram, was a fashion and decor marketplace. He sold it back in 2015 to B2W. For those international people listening, B2W is a leading e-commerce company in Latin America. Gabriel went on to work at B2W for five years, and then he ended up becoming the head of Submarino. So that's where he met his co-founders, and together they started Newtail, an omni-channel platform that brings new capabilities to every brick-and-mortar grocery store, such as pickup in-store delivery, shipping from store, WhatsApp, and online marketplace integrations. Gabriel is from Rio, one of my favorite cities, where he lives with his wife. He's an industrial engineering graduate. This guy's a soccer fan and a Flamengo supporter. We won't talk about sports on the uh, too much on the podcast here, but he also loves to travel and he's a video game enthusiast. Hey, Gabriel, man. Great to have you on the Latitude podcast. Welcome to Altitude. Hey, Brian. Hey, Tommy. Thanks for having me. It's a really pleasure to be here talking to you guys. So we got to know you through the Latitude program and one of those like extremely active people helping out lots of people. And we, you really shined in the program and we got to meet your co-founders too. But talk about this founding team that you've assembled because it's unique that you sell your company, you go into a new company and then you end up working together and you, you obviously build a strong relationship. But talk a little bit about the founding team. Yeah, of course. We are a team of second time founders, as you mentioned. Uh, each one of us had the opportunity to build a different company and, and having it sold to B2W. Like I said, one of the largest e-commerce platforms here in, in Latin America. But I think like the most important thing uh, for us is, is how complementary we are as a team. Like for instance, I myself, my career started at financing, uh, where I played several roles. The most relevant one being at, at Brookfield, a well-known financial institution here in Brazil, where I had the opportunity to, to work as a founding member of uh, an, a new multi-billion private equity fund. But from there, I decided that my future really belonged to the, to the tech space, at the tech space. So I left to start Shopgram. Uh, and as you mentioned, like a, 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 shop, a social commerce marketplace. We eventually got acquired by B2W at the end of 2015, where for the past three years, I led Submarino, uh, one of the largest e-commerce players here in, in Brazil. And Rafael was our CDO. He started his career uh, as an engineer at one of the first price comparison sites here in Brazil. Later, he joined uh, Leader, Leader Magazine, a huge fashion retailer company, where he took part of the team that built their first e-commerce. And from there, he started his own business, Admatic, a marketing automation platform for e-commerce, managing more than 80% of the Brazilian e-commerce revenue as their customers. Uh, and he, he also got acquired by B2W in mid-2015 where he led the creation of B2W's advertising business unit. That is a, an extremely relevant part of, of B2W's revenue model right now. And, and Wendell is our COO. He has a really strong background in, in retail and entrepreneurship, having started a handful of companies, including a relevant game retailer chain here in, in, in Rio, 
which sparkled the idea of building Skyhub. That's one of was one of the first marketplace integrators in Brazil. The company was acquired by B2W, where Skyhub is actually the main tool to onboard uh, each and every month more than 4,000 sellers uh, into their systems. So uh, he later joined AMI, that's one of B2W's wallet product, where he led the B2B POS strategy. And, and also, just recently, we welcomed Diego Bona to the team as our chief of business development. He was part of the founding team of Happy here in Brazil, where he spent the last three, three and a half years scaling the business from scratch. He has more than 11 years experience of at TPGs and, and having worked on companies like Unilever, Recti Banking, sir, and, and among others. So it's like a pretty tight team, really complementary. And we think we have like the, the, the team that's suited to focus and tackle this problem, this huge problem that we're, we're aiming to. I love it. Yeah, I got to meet Diego in the process when I was involved in that, those conversations. I was super impressed by him. And obviously, I got to meet all your co-founders at Latitude, but Diego was a nice, uh, a nice addition to the team uh, shortly after Latitude. That's great, Gabriel. Good to have you here. I guess connected with Diego coming from Rappi and why that is so relevant for you is explain a little bit how you connected to the problem you wanted to solve and how that did that solution become Newtel? Yeah, of course. So selling online for us is like a huge hassle yet. Because there are a bunch of particularities that you have to account for when you're coming from this physical space. So being part of, of Submarino's mission, I quickly noticed that there was like this need for a better way to onboard sellers to the digital space. So when we compare Latin America and even Brazil to China, for instance, we have almost the same GDP per capita, the same smartphone penetration, but yeah, there's still a huge disparity when it comes to e-commerce penetration. So, so we think that New Tail is really well positioned to come to bridge this gap. So uh, we chose the grocery segment to start, which is the largest retail segment here in Brazil, and at the same time, the least digital. So this is how we're, we're trying to pick up some of the, our own experience and trying to translate into action, you know, trying to solve like a really, really, really huge problem here in Brazil. That's great, Gabriel. Please explain a little bit to us how are you doing this, right? Because we know that grocery is a very interesting uh, vertical within e-commerce, but we've seen giants like Mercado Libre struggling with this vertical up to now, right? How is Newtil tackling this opportunity? Yeah, actually, in fact, grocery online sales really accelerated uh, during, during the pandemic, more than 10 times actually in comparison to 2019. The current situation is that the majority of these grocery stores, they aren't prepared yet for these changes. Less than a half had any kind of online presence prior to COVID. It was really challenging for them to uh, having to embrace this new change in consumer behavior, you know. And as you mentioned, grocery is a really, really challenging vertical. So having the integrated process in places are key, you know, especially when you're dealing with fresh food, for instance. And that's where new tail comes into play. So we're creating an all-in-one end-to-end platform for bringing those stores online. So think of us like Shopify for supermarkets, or as we joke sometimes, like Instacart or Happy as a service, because we offer the whole tech stack that these companies possess to themselves and make it available for those supermarkets. So they don't have to rely 100% upon these platforms to be able to share an online experience with those customers. This is where where we're building a really huge value proposition for those guys. Because something that's worth mentioning is that we're enabling the supermarkets to provide the shopping experience 
also entirely through WhatsApp. WhatsApp is really important here in Brazil. The people, the penetration is like really, really advanced. Uh, pretty much every single smartphone in Brazil here has uh, the WhatsApp installed. So we're transforming the whole customer shopping list experience. So whether in text or audio, we can transform your grocery list into a shoppable cart automatically. So this way we expect to shorten the whole online grocery ordering in more than 90% of the usual time it takes. So by transforming this supermarket digitally, providing the infrastructure, the ways to deal with those customers. We expect not only to enable them to offer a better experience to their customers, but at the same time to better integrate with the stakeholders into this market. So, for example, Mercado Libre. We're trying to better come up with tools that will be able to Mercado Libre, Americanas, and other marketplaces to better connect with those companies. I think this is really worth highlighting because... You know, I talk to my friends that are from the States or not from Latin America, and the impact of WhatsApp, it's something hard to process for people that aren't from Latin America. And so WhatsApp, it's the main communication channel and also the use of audio. I remember when I sent an American friend an audio message and he was like upset about it. He's like, why did you send me a, a voice note? Like, this is, you know, this is crazy. This is, that's not how you communicate. But the reality is that you know that's how you communicate. And if you can transform a text or an audio message into a shopping cart, I showed this to my, my sister-in-law and she was just like, I spend an hour every time I want to go shopping. And so if you can reduce into minutes, you're creating a massive servicing, a massive pain point on the consumer side, which can give that Rappi-like experience for the, the brick and mortar grocery store, which today it's not digital. And you know, we can bring them into the kind of the new, the new era, the new digital era with this. So tell us why you've decided to focus on mid-tier supermarkets, because that's kind of where, where you've started out and give us an idea of what the thought process was there. Yeah, of course. So the reality is that even the large markets here, they aren't prepared yet to, to provide this whole experience to their Christmas. You know, uh, we, we have been have, having talks with those guys, uh, like really, really huge stores that are selling more than a billion dollars per year. And every single one of them has some flaws into their processes. You know, some of them missing basic features like automated picking system, for instance. They're manually printing the orders in pieces of paper. So our main thought process here is like having target mid-tier to large supermarkets that already possess a substantial user base that they can reach through WhatsApp and start generating more sales. Because otherwise you would have to compete online, you know, to acquire those customers. It's, it's expensive. Why not just rely upon your user base, reach them out through WhatsApp, reach them out through email marketing, through the physical store itself, and try to ramp up this uh, relationship through this new channel that everyone already, you know, handling day-to-day -day stuff. What we have been seeing is that like most of the Brazilian here they spend more than 80% of their time when they're using their smartphones, they're inside WhatsApp. So we're thinking, how can we bring these capabilities for the supermarket, the relationship with their customer to the place their customers were already doing business? So this is, was the main process. And when time goes by, we will be expecting to amplify the reach of the markets as, as well. We'll have some, some features that will be able to, uh, every single market, whichever the size, to, to be able to use new tail to better communicate with their customers. 
That's awesome. It's uh, if you look at the grocery segment, I mean, in the last year, it's just exploded. And as you said, people weren't ready for this, right? Like most of these stores. So let's change gears a little bit and let's talk briefly about your experience as a Latitude Fellow. Uh, you, and as I said in the opening, you were very active and you you continue to be a great contributor to the community. Is there any highlights that you want to share or what was the experience like? Great question, because I really had the opportunity to be part of the first cohort of Latitude. And I couldn't be more grateful, you know, because this is something that I tell everyone that when I have a chance, you don't have to figure out things by yourself. Something that I always mention is how much I screwed during my first entrepreneurial journey. I can check almost every box on what not to do. And I see Latitude as this safety net, helping us not just with the knowledge to avoid these early pitfalls, but at the same time, unlocking a powerful network of, of brilliant founders and, and investors. I think uh, during my cohort uh, period, and even after, I, I must have spoken with maybe more than 100 founders and, and investors. So it's like really ramping up my, my reach to, to the, into this community and into the market as well, you know. Uh, always building value for the company, for Newtsave as well. That's great to hear, Gabriel. We were really glad to have you in our first cohort and hopefully you will be part of the community for many years. Uh, thinking about long-term, can you tell us a little bit, you men just mentioned in the short-term, your focus on WhatsApp, your focus in, in the mid-tier supermarkets in Brazil. Tell us a little bit more about your long-term plans with Newtel. Sure, of course. So as I mentioned right now, uh, we're really focused on bringing supermarkets to the online world, right? So empowering them to sell more and more. Uh, this is our main mission right now, being through WhatsApp or connecting them also with other channels, you know, being the, the guy that integrates them with Happy, with, with iFood, with their own website. So our main mission here right now at the short term is having them selling online more and more. But at the same time, what we see in the long term is a major opportunity to become the supermarket's backbone. So their main operating system, if you will, providing not just the online experience, but also integrating with the offline operations as well. And the other stakeholders of this ecosystem, as I mentioned, like CPGs, for instance, like Unilever, Ambev, and also the marketplaces, Mercado Libre, Americanas, Happy, etc. So we think we can become this whole backbone that will eventually become a total necessity, you know, and the other players will actually uh, demand their supermarkets to have them to have us being part of their ecosystem. So this is what we're looking for, building this really powerful position in becoming so much essential for their day-to-day operations and having this upper hand. And of course, we plan not to just be a regional player here in Brazil, but also we think that there's so many opportunities going abroad. You know, Latin America, they, they face the same issues that, that Brazilian grocery stores are facing right now. Uh, we think we can contribute with their missions to, to reach their customers uh, on whichever place they are. And also not just focusing on, on grocery as well. We think the convenience recurrence play is like really important. We're seeing lots of companies uh, coming right now. Happy Turbo, also Daqui here in Brazil, like the gorillas of Latin America, you know. So we think we can be the partner for those guys to better operate and reach the customers in a really short period of time. So we think we can also expand to other segments. And pharma is also another category that really looking into not just pharma, but also pet stores. There are so many convenience departments that we think 
Newtail can bring much value to their day-to-day operations. Thanks for sharing that. You were the first investment we made out of our funds. So you always hold that title there. We got excited you know, throughout the fellowship and think this is an enormous space, stellar team. Now, as a second-time entrepreneur, you talk about some of those mistakes. And what's one piece of advice that you can share with other founders? That's a great question. I think one of the most common examples when you're starting a company is reading a lot about the successful cases, right? Like aiming how you'll be able to, in some time, achieve the same level of success, you know, of those guys. So I really look towards like Happy and also iFood, Movly as well, of course, Beloft, Creditas, all of those unicorns, you know? But what I think is that these stories, they don't tell how many problems those guys faced in order to succeed. So my main advice here is try to hear and read a lot about also the failures because people that tried and failure for some reason, there's like a specific reason sometimes or like a bunch of other problems that they face and the strategy they use that didn't work out. So it's like almost free advice, mainly because you need to learn from the mistakes of the others so you won't have to face the same fate. This is a really challenging environment. Being a founder is not easy. So you need to maximize the odds of success. So I think the best way of doing this is to avoid common and known mistakes that, that people already face. So we have to have the relentlessness to look forward to having success, but also trying to learn on the way and, and trying to avoid failures that are pretty well known. It's why it's important that founders that have you know, gone through different experiences, that they share the failures and not just celebrate the successes. And it is easy to get distracted. I see a lot of founders that just read TechCrunch. And they're like, oh, this company raised like mega round. Like, why can't I raise a huge round? And the reality is that, well, first of all, uh, comparison is the thief of joy, as Teddy Roosevelt said. Uh, so always comparing yourself to everybody else, just focus on building value and you'll get there eventually. And you got to keep staying after it. And, and the relentlessness that you highlighted is such a critical quality of a good founder because it's a hard journey. We've already used the word relentlessness, but putting that aside, what's one word that you think exemplifies entrepreneurship for you? I would say adaptability. I think for me, it's the most basic skill that any founder should have in its skill set. We're dealing with a lot of uncertainty here. Therefore, lots of adjustments are expected when you're building a company, where during its initial years or, or at a more mature stage, you know. So I would say like COVID is a really good example why the importance of this skill. You know? People had to change their whole business model due to this, to this pandemic. And some of them like uh, really found out there were better ways to doing business. So I think adaptability is essential nowadays, not even for the co-founders, but the team as well. You know? We need to know how to better navigate the whole chaos that surrounds us uh, in each and every step of the journey. So yeah, I think this, this would be my word, but it's a hard choice. I love it. In fact, I would say that I identify with it. When I was building Viva, we had an expression that we would say all the time, and it was adapt and overcome, adapt and overcome. It was a mantra that we'd repeat. And it's the soundtrack to entrepreneurship because you come across so many different obstacles and the whole uncertainty, the only constant in a startup is change. That's the only constant you have. So I love that. And it resonates a lot with me. Thanks a lot, Gabrielle, for coming on the podcast. We're happy to have you on and keep flying high. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Tommy. 
Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thanks for believing in Uteo's mission. This is so important for us. And we're really glad that you, that you guys were the first investors that believed in us, in our mission, what we're trying to do here in Brazil and, and, and even in Latin America in the near future. So thank you so much, guys. It's always a pleasure here. Thanks for letting us be on the journey. 